Hello. Hello to the podcast listener. It's you right now that listening to this talking. And you're welcome to come. You're welcome here at USA Talk with Fringa and Ladl. This is a podcast about everything in USA. This is a podcast by me, Ladl. And, and me, also, Fringa. Hello, this is, this is Fringa. Yes, it's yes. Me. You're always welcome in the big barn as long as you uh, muck the stalls first and uh, give us candy and some vodka. Or not vodka. We've got a lot of vodka. Um, any other alcohol will do. Welcome, welcome, welcome to USA Talk. It's been a few weeks. A lot has happened in these last few weeks. We've done a lot of successful curses, right, Laddle? Uh, oh, very. Some demons have revealed themselves to us on a national level. But, you know, mm -hmm. this isn't a demon podcast. Not really. This isn't a curse podcast. Not really. This is a podcast where we let you learn how to live your best life in the way that we tell you to. Isn't that right? Yes, your best life and your most authentic. Mm -hmm. That's the key right there. We curate living tips for living authentic life in the United States of America. Yes, where we both live. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, in a barn. So we talked about this uh, eh, yeah, maybe a few episodes ago. I think it was the one with uh, our very, very foolish farmhand, uh, Alexi Fire, who has informed me that he possibly injured our mini horse. Uh, injured or maimed. Yes, one of those two things. We're going to go back to that. Maybe, maybe not. Um, quite angry with him. But we talked about how we were supposed to have a great friend that we had made on the Yahoo Answer. One of the best places for you to learn everything there is to know about the United States, about mm -hmm. learning American custom, about learning what kind of doggy is this, how to put on lipstick like, you know, beautiful USA lady. So we met this great girl named Tuz. And uh, she knows, like we said, she bullied us quite a bit, but we became great friends. So without further ado, Laddle, would you like to bring our guest on? Uh, she's currently outside the barn for some reason. So I think she's a little scared. I think she's trying to actually sweep the barn right now. I'm not really sure why. You know, she's very judgy, but you know, she's still our friend. Yes. And you know, she honestly, she know many things. She an expert on uh she an expert on ethic so we really appreciate that and yeah you know believe it or not free a level not always expert on usa because yes we do come to usa and we had to learn the english and then we had to learn all about the, the culture and we do a lot of this using yahoo answer and so yeah we made many friends and come on in twistine go ahead and put the broom down yes it's not international broom day well, hello, my fellow uh, members of the divine sisterhood of the uh, Yaya Secrets or or whatever cult it is that we joined together back in the old days. <laughs> the old days, so so much fun. The we Yaya all had so much answer. fun together, Twistine. Thank so, you so much for having me on. Oh, we're so happy to have you here. Why not you come last time, Twistine? You cancel on us. Something about you being locked away in like a, what did she say, Fringa? She said she was locked in a warehouse. Locked in a warehouse. You know, that a classic excuse mm -hmm. that I heard many times to get out of important social dates. What, uh, 
what's going on with you, Twistine? Well, it's a classic because it's very good. It's a good excuse and very effective. Uh, you may have noticed that I was not there and it did work. So, you know, that is That's a good point. She makes a point. This is a big part of American culture. You know, as you learn to be even more expert, you will see that excuses are very important. Locked in a warehouse, very good one. Hard to argue with. Diarrhea, another classic. But that, oh. would, never that would never happen to me. So I have to use the warehouse excuse quite a bit. Wow. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Um, and, you know, Tustine, you've always been very good um, at, at providing answer. And that's one of the things uh, that really bond us over the internet. You know, you weren't a big, a big asker on the Yahoo answer, but you were definitely a big answerer on the Yahoo answer. Well, you know, I direct my questions elsewhere. You can't see me, but, you know, the listeners can't see me, but I am pointing upward when I say this. What are you pointing at? The storm cloud? Well, you know, he's responsible for the storm cloud. I'll put it that way, Fringa. Oh. I know what you're talking about, Tustine. Fringa, oh, yeah. you don't know things. Uh, I feel bamboozled. Huh. So, Justine, we want we want to basically revel in the memories of the old days when we meet on Yahoo Answer. So, we did reach out to our listeners and our fans to ask us. Well, we want them to tell us about the problems they have in their life and to ask for advice. And some of them do do that, but you know, we also find out that we also. The, there are a fair amount of our fans that not, how would you say this, Ringa? Uh, they're uh, not very sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, their brains only go to two places, wrestling and butts. Yeah, there, there's a fools yes, in there. Very foolish. Um, so we want to warn you about that. But, but we, they did send us in some questions. And so we figure that the three of us, we all three of us now USA expert, um, Tustine and Laddle, well, we Jesus expert, we Bible expert, isn't that right, Tustine? Absolutely. Yeah, so we figure, hey, let's just go ahead and give these people the advice that they so desperate need. Um, uh, and we you know, I, so I, I'm looking at these questions and I don't see any questions about the Bible. So jokes on you, nobody cares. Okay, mother pants, nobody cares. Well, the thing is, is that no matter what the question is, it always includes the Bible. It always includes the Jesus and it always includes the, the God guy. Because it is a good book. It's not the bad book, Fringa. Okay, well, like find the Jesus in this question then. This is from Instagram user at 600 bucks. And he say... Your advice on the night, baby, has put my mind at ease lately. You're welcome. However, I have just started to become a fraidy cat. Don't know what kind of cat that is. Because I don't know how to defeat the day, baby. Advice, please. Tips and tricks. So not really a question so much. Not really having to do with the Jesus at all. It has to do with the night baby and the day baby. That's um, true. I actually think, Fringa, that this is one of our best questions that was sent to us this week. This was probably one of the smartest questions we got. We receive. Yes. Uh, Tustin, are you familiar with the night baby? I, I, I've heard of him. I, I know his works. Yes. So the night baby, yes, he's a high-level spook. We banish him. 
and we're able to keep him away for now. So 600 bucks. He's feeling he's feeling pretty at ease about the night baby. However, he is worried about the day baby. Fringa. Yes. We haven't talked a whole lot about day babies. Yes, yes. Well, you know, there's a, as we both noticed, there's a very uh, weird October trend going on right now where people put fake night baby outside their house during the day. And it's like yes. some sort of symbolism for the fool's holiday, uh, you know, that stupid holiday that ends at the, at the end of the month. And, you know, that's, that's not a day baby. That's not a day baby. So if you see that and you, you get scared, don't worry. It's just a decoy. You don't have to it's worry about It's a decoy that. night baby. And yes, it might be sitting out during the day, unlike the night baby. But yes, it's a decoy. It's fake. It's a fake. It's a false it's flag a, operation. It's, it's yes. a false flag. False flag. That's correct. Very yes. true. Yes. You can um, kick it. You can kick it and nothing will happen. It'll be fine. Don't. Yeah. It, don't it just be. Fall. You you can't transfer your fear from the night baby, which is real, to the day baby, which is just a distraction. This is what they want. Oh, Six hundred yeah. bucks. Well, you need to stay afraid at night. That night baby is still out there. That's no, true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these decoy baby, it's true. They they're not they're not real. You can kick them. They just fall. Nothing happened. But there are real day babies. So the night baby actually used to be a re- a, a, a day baby. It was a day baby that used to cry and cry until it, you know, it's uh, Mama Yaga threw it down the well because it's, it's always yelling, yelling, yelling. And then that baby, well, the night baby, well, he died, he turned to the spook, the night baby. So a, a day baby is basically, it's just a regular baby. That's the type of baby that you might see at the supermarket. You might see with the mama and with the family, you know, outside going around town. You do need to be careful of day babies, especially the unbaptized one. Uh, so no. the, unbapt- the unbaptized babies, the day babies, they do have bad moral. So you do want to be careful of them. However, no. but all all day babies are the same they're all the same it does not matter baptized not baptized they're all the same and they can all be hypnotized by taking can they be swapped it, a what to see can they be swapped uh wait the night baby with the day baby all the day babies they're all the same this oh. is new information yes yes so you can take a day baby from one location and trade it with another day baby from a different location though i don't recommend it because people you know people are very short-sighted and they don't understand when their day baby they they perceive it to be different but it's not actually different and it's actually the same but they, you know, they put these characteristics on it that make it somehow different and special than the other day babies. They're all the same. It's fine. You can just take one, plop it down, grab the other one, plop it somewhere else. It doesn't matter. The day babies don't even know. They don't know what's going on. You, all you do to hypnotize a day baby is that you can take a, a bunch of um, charms and uh, like uh, keys and hoops and connect them all together. It's just any key, any charm, any, you know, if you have like a chain that has like a rabbit foot on it, or you have a chain with like a troll doll on it, you can connect these all together. And then you hold it and you dangle it in front of the baby's face, like, like 
uh, you can't see what I'm doing here, listeners, but Lattle and Tustine can see what I'm doing. And I'm very aggressively waving um, a bunch of skeleton keys in front of their faces. And they're both looking at me with utter fascination, like day babies themselves. So, you know, as you can see, this works very well. And that's the only thing you need to do for a day baby. You see one? Just I also jangle a bunch of keys in face. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I do want to say first, just as a warning, uh, don't ever try to hurt a day baby. I know they might scare you, especially when they scream. But you don't want to hurt a day baby because you might accidentally create a night baby uh, mm -hmm. by doing this. So that's a fair warning for you, for all the listener. And I do want to say that as Fringa kind of demonstrates here with the shaking of the key, the day baby very dumb. They're, they're very dumb. Uh, the night baby learns to be smart because it it's it stay a baby for a long time, even though it gets old. It, mm -hmm. uh, an old spook that's still a baby. So it, it, it gets clever, more clever. But the day baby, very, very dumb. So another thing you can do is you can, if you see a day baby and you scared 600 bucks, you just cover your face with your hand and the day baby think you vanish into thin air. Oh, it, it yeah. Can't, that, that it works. cannot see you no more. Would you gone once you cover your face. Would you say that the night baby has the uh, low cunning of an animal or more of a true intelligence? No, low cunning. Very low, low cunning. cunning. Absolutely cun low. Very low. This is a fool baby. Well, all mm. baby, the, night, the day babies just are fools. Some of them grow, might grow into the smart people or the beautiful people, but many of them just stay dumb all the time. But as a but but the bidet babies they they're easily fooled yes very much like a cunning of an animal that it's just a good compare so that's our advice to you um, six hundred bucks if you come across a day baby go ahead and shake your charms at it okay you can even do a spell as you shake it that that might help as well or just cover your face the the day baby not know where you go that's so. very good advice very good advice. So let's move on to our next question. This is from username at Tower Skin Worldwide. Hmm. Tower Skin Worldwide. And he says, I don't have enough celebrity friends. <laughs> okay. Okay. How do I get more? Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> so I have a lot of celebrity friends. And Lottle does too in her Twitter DMs, um, her one-sided Twitter DMs to Jesse, mm -hmm. Uncle Jesse, John Stamos. And Twistine, I imagine you have a, a few friends like, you know, like that guy, Joel Austin. He's might might be your friend or... Uh, you know, I'm not on speaking terms. <laughs> oh, oh, the ghost of Tammy Faye Baker. Absolutely. Oh, Tammy Faye and I talk regularly to this day. Wonderful. She's very supportive of my committed relationship with uh, famous sex symbol Ryan O'Neill. Oh, la la. So you have a lot of celebrity friends. And Laddle, do you know any celebrities in real life? Well, yes, Fringa. And I have advice uh, for Tower Skin as well. I, I would say that if you, well, go ahead and pick out your favorite celeb, Tower Skin, and I would suggest that you start writing them letter every day. 
Well, that's what I, that's what we would do back in, uh, when we first moved to the U.S. is we would write letter and we would send it in the mail. But now that we have the internet, well, we always have the internet, but now that we have the social media, it's so easy to make friends with a celeb. You just send them message every day. I suggest that you send, you can send them video of yourself dressed up like them. Um, I do that uh, regularly. And I would also suggest you, you can use, the, the just like the MS Paint or the Photoshop and you want to go ahead and you want to or you can use magazines too and photo of yourself and real scissors and, and glue but I would recommend that you that you cut out picture of you and you cut out picture of your fave celeb and you use you, you you glue them together and you send them to your celebrity every day every day and you can do this online as well. And it, it worked great. I'm, I'm constantly sending letter to John Stamos, to Aunt Becky, to D David Hasselhoff. And, you know, I don't hear back from them as often as I would like, but, I, but the relationships are growing. Well, that's... What, that, what's that's your a, advice, Fringa? That's a good way to do it, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, you know, don't mean to brag, but I was on tour with Ace of Base during the Ace of Base Redefined Tour in 2008 and 2009. And uh, I replaced Lynn in the band and uh, I did it seamlessly. Basically, I, I bewitched myself to have long blonde hair, long straight blonde hair. And I just, I snuck backstage in, you know, their, their, one of their stops in, in one of my countries that I've lived in. And I, I pushed her into the broom closet and I did a little spell on myself and gave myself long blonde hair. And I was able to tour with Ace of Base for the entire rest of the tour for the redefined tour. And, you know, you might remember the song Sparks of Love. No, sorry. Uh, Sparks from a Fire. Lucky Love 2009 don't turn around 2009 and the sign freedom bunch mix. Those were all from that tour. And I got to meet a lot of celebrities on that tour because everybody loves Ace of Base. And I even got to meet Britney Spears. So, you know, all wow. you need to do is know a little bit of magic. You need to be quite aggressive and be able and willing to put somebody in a broom closet and nobody will know the difference. You, you will do blend they right know, in. Do they, did they know who you were, Fringa, or did they just think you were a girl in broom closet? They thought I was the girl that I put in the broom closet. I was able to, you know, and the, the thing is that um, a lot of Europeans look a lot the same. So, like, as soon as the spell wore off, they just didn't notice that I looked totally different. And I the girl that I tried to replace had long blonde hair. And then, you know, my hair, as we all know, is lovely, dark, dark, deep brunette. And they just assumed that I dyed my hair because I looked exactly like the other girl. Because, you know, when all, those of us from a certain region all sort of look similar. So it was quite easy. It's quite easy. So my advice to the tower skin mask worldwide is that you just need to learn a little bit of magic and um, be as be beautiful. You can make your yes, and know how to network, know how to network, and know how to stick people from the network into closets and lock them away. Justine, yes. what do you think about celebrity friends? I think that once you're in their home, it's very hard for them to get you out of the home, and that that's a that's a pro tip for people who aren't willing to do magical identity theft. 
That's an excellent tip. Yeah, that's actually. a very good tip. Yes, yes. Which celebrity homes have you been inside? In in my mind, I've been in Ryan O'Neill's home many times. What, what was he doing? Yeah, what does it look like? Well, what do you think he was doing? <laughs> uh, was he dancing? It's the great Ryan O'Neill. I mean, come on. Yes, he was dancing. <laughs> That's what I thought. And so that who have you been in the house of that not in your mind, just the actual house? You know, uh, I heard Britney Spears' name mentioned. Uh, her home is surprisingly low on the security. You can go in there and walk around. Oh, yeah. Uh, she probably welcomed you in, too. She's lonely. Yes, yes. There, there's some weird, there's some weird witchcraft going on there, and you know, kind of beyond what we know. I think. Um, yeah, we probably shouldn't get involved with uh, with the witchcraft. That yes, is, she's uh, got a lot of followers too that are are quite quite aggressive. And trust me, I, I found that out the hard way when I met her on on the the Lucky Love Don't Turn Around 2009 tour. Yeah. She's under some kind of binding spell right now, and. It's best if we don't get we don't get involved. But yes, yes. But um, if, if she winks her eye twice at you, that means hello. If you see her writing on the ground with chalk, that means she's putting she's trying to do a protection spell, but she's not doing it quite right. So she needs a little bit of help with that. I have to say that's my only criticism of Britney Spears. So, anyways. Yeah, anyway, those were the Instagram questions. Those were smart questions. We're moving on to Twitter. And oh, uh, what a yeah. Christine, you're on Twitter right now. Um, what do you think of the of the Twitter? I like Twitter because I don't have to wait to be asked a question. I answer it on my own. Uh, no one asked and I'm saying it. That's a great point. Mm. I'm yeah, that is a that is one of the pluses of Twitter. Um yes. I do find that there are there are a lot of twits on Twitter. Uh, that's a little joke I come up with just now. So we do find a lot of our fan on Twitter do ask uh, really fool questions. Um, so do we? Do, I just want to warn you to Steam, but these are not these fans are not quite as intellectual as the Instagram questions we just got. But we'll go ahead and we'll we'll answer their question anyway. I'm going to make a, a small observation here. You you've both described me as being very judgmental a few times on this podcast which i can take but i'm noticing a lot of a lot of judgment yeah coming from the homesteaders here well it's not judgment so much as it's um it's truth talk Mm -hmm. directed at our listeners and people around us we're just and our listeners yeah i mean they know that I mean, they're coming to us for a reason, Twistine. Uh, they're coming to us because they know that we have the answers. They know that we're the beautiful and they know that we're the influencer. Um, so we, we uh, I mean, yes, we are better than our listener. Um, but that's why they listen, right? Why would you listen to somebody who is the dumber than you and the not as beautiful as you? Yes, I mean, Twistine... Let me pass some judgment on you then. You've not really been on the internet very much. And so I don't think you know what an influencer is. And like like Lattel said, people come to us to live better, to, li- to get ideas on how to live better. We set an example. So we're not yes, judging our- Yes, because they're our- very sad. 
Yeah. They live very sad life. They're very yeah. little people. Yeah. So very we, little. We very are not, sad. We're not making judgment on them. They are coming to us for help and we're just living our best authentic life. I yeah, will say and that living your best life is worth nothing if you're doing it the wrong way. So Ooh. that is true. Huh. That is true. But in our, in our, a lot of our listeners are doing it the wrong way. So we're, we're here to help. So our first Twitter question comes from, and uh, Christine, maybe just give you an idea of what our Twitter followers, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the quality of uh, our Twitter followers. So this question comes from a Twitter follower named Too Horny Tony. <laughs> Too horny, Tony. St- <laughs> too horny, Tony Stromboli. And Tony uh, is spelled like a girl name, like, like yeah, Tony like Tony. Al- yes, or like Tori Amos with an yeah, N. like Tony Tony Amos, <laughs> the lesser uh, known Amos. <laughs> so too horny. Tony almost asks, uh, my, my boy, parenthesis, he's not my boy. What? I'm already confused. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Who's boy? Uh, is that your son <laughs> or your boyfriend? That's a great question, Fringa, and I'm not too sure. Um, but he, he say, my boy, he's not my boy. Um, and he tag the undertaker, the wrestler. Pissed off taker. Pissed off taker. Yes. The undertaker? Yeah, that's the undertaker on the Twitter. Um, Is that the wrestler who's Frazier? Yes. Okay. Yes. So he say, um, my boy, he's not my boy, shit himself daily. Sometime, multiple time a day. Any advice on how he can oh. re- rectify his rectum? Okay, okay. Can so, I? Can Christine, I... do you get an idea of what we're dealing with here? Well, this is a serious medical issue. I'm, I'm not sure that we can properly answer. No, I know, I know, you guys, I know. So, so I know who it, which user this is. So this is the guy that posts the pictures of the food he eats every single day. He posts every single meal. That he makes. This is the guy. This is that's the person that this guy is talking about. Yes. So yeah. the yeah, not the not the Tory Stromboli, but the pissed off taker. He posts pictures of the food that he makes every day. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, ladies, it is the most vile thing I've ever seen in my life. So one of his meals, and we talked, we had the food episode last last uh episode and you know that was that was really fun but this yeah and we're food expert now we are food expert we're foodies we're foodies we're hashtag yeah we're foodies food influencers and we know how to hashtag uh food porn yes hashtag the the only acceptable porn is not right tustin that's correct Mm -hmm. so he he make food like um overboiled noodle with wet red sauce and big, large meatball strewn about well, inside of it. Wet red sauce better than dry red sauce, Fringa. No, it's like not like red sauce how you and I think. It's like like it's like sweaty. 
Oh, so it's like, it's like, it's like the pasta, it boiled so long and it sat out for so long. It started to sweat. Uh, Maybe it was in like a Tupperware. Maybe it was just out on like a paper plate, but it sat out for a long time and it got like a, um, an oily sheen on it and it coated the whole noodle and the, the, like probably like seven or eight meatballs. Yes. It got the, it turned into a skin. Yes. That's right. It turned into a big skin tower and skin pasta yes yeah and power skin that's power the, that's a black skin. person who asked the question yes that yeah. sounds like a stromboli yeah yeah it's also, mm. it was also a, a tony stromboli so he eat that and so like obviously that's like if you leave food out in your disgusting kitchen i just assume i don't know if it's a disgusting kitchen but probably and like i also assume that he might live in a place like corpus christi or somewhere down south where there's like a lot of humidity so yes he leaves his food out for a couple hours at a time and then he eats it and so obviously the bugs and bacteria are gonna grow on it well wait a second fringa wait a second because we actually have a second question and this this question actually kind of piggyback off of the first question so this is a question by the, our listener Sleeves. And oh, Sleeves, Sleeves, he asked, any advice for an aging pro wrestler who can't stop sheeting in his own plant? Ugh, God. He eat, but, but Sleeves say he eats good, so don't say diet. Ah! Would it be safe to say that our, our wrestler is pissed off but pooped on? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I think that's a very hot take to Steve. Yes. But the pissed off taker. And this is the undertaker, correct? Uh, yes. I. It, well, yes. It's uh, it's the real undertaker. It's On uh, Twitter. Yes. It's Mark William Calloway, who is like the real undertaker. He's about um, 75 years old at this point, And he still wears eyeliner, believe it or not. So, you know, love a man that can wear eyeliner till the day he dies. But yeah, so he he does post his meals though on the Twitter. We've seen it and it's really gross. So, but we okay, fine. We won't say that it's the diet. We won't say. We're not going to pass Yeah, we do that for sleeves. Yes, we'll do that for you sleeves. But so he hmm. So if you're when you're old, like if you're as old as the undertaker and, you know, it's pretty old, like 75 or 80 years old, you know, the sometimes just things get a little loosey goosey down there and uh things just start to kind of relax the sphinx- I- yeah the finkster the finkster <laughs> loosen that that's what's relaxed mm-hmm. that yes that thing the 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 sphincter, it starts to relax. And especially like I imagine if you're, you know, slamming your full gut into another big man's full gut, like, you know, smacking them together, like as wrestlers do, because that's what, that's how you wrestle. You, you, two big fat men stand together in a square and they slam their stomachs together just over and and over and over again and slam their sphincter together too yes then they turn around and they slam their sphincters together so that's going to loosen things up a bit so my advice and you know feel free to contradict or agree or whatever is to stop wrestling it's a very stupid sport Yes, still wear the eyeliner, still wear the leather hat. Ladies love a a leather cowboy hat. Nothing hotter. Maybe try singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe try singing. 
Tuzin, do you know anything about the, the people that sh that uh, she she did her, their pants? Not firsthand. Uh, I don't have those kind of problems, but I have heard tell of special special diets for people with this problem. I believe they call it the brat diet. And I think what you do is you eat only the only the brat worst, mm. Mm. Yes. which well, will constipate you very effectively. It'll just stop everything up. You might you might die, but you'll die with a dry rear. Yeah. And with your wrestling reputation intact and your eyeliner looking fly. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I think that's really good advice for our poor friend, the Undertaker. And you know, Undertaker, so, uh, am I right? <laughs> say that again. I missed that. The underpants taker. <laughs> <laughs> So the next question, this this is a continuation of the butt question, Tustin. And again, now you under are you understanding more what Fringa and Lado mean about our foolish? Uh, we have a great fan base, but they are foolish. You understand more. This is another question involving the pooping of the pant of the Undertaker. All right. So this is from this is from Mean Mark who is pissed off taker, who is the undertaker. So this demand that everyone is talking about to shit the pant. Man of the hour. This is the man of the hour. And he has a question that say, how do you deal with dumbasses? That is word, not laddle. Who think you shit yourself when you don't. So he's saying that he not cheating himself. He's saying that someone else is putting the poop in his pant. Mm, and he wants to know man. how you deal with the duma the dumasses who think that you are putting the poop in your pant yourself. Well, so okay. So I have a couple of questions or uh things to say about the undertaker. So if you're an undertaker, you are somebody that deals with dead bodies, right? Like that's I think the that's what the yeah. English word is diarrhea. Actually, <laughs> it's a word for diarrhea. Well, the source you're touching dead bodies. What if undertaker needs to wear gloves? Oh, that's a really good point. That's a actually good advice to give oh. to him. If we he not going to change his diet, then maybe that yeah, when he handled the dead body to to, to take them under, he wear the the glove what and the uh, the uh, PPE. Mm. Is that what they call it? Yes. Yes. Poop protective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To to prevent the. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, Fringa, what were you saying about about him with the dead body? Well, so an, it, can an undertaker can they raise people from the dead? I mean, I suppose that if you can put them into the ground, you can also raise them so from the ground. I mean, never, why not? See, okay. So if I were him, this is what I would do. I would lure all the haters to a graveyard, and I would. Which is going to be easy right now because the the fool's holiday the of the the Halloween 
is coming up and yes. they love to go to the graveyard then. So just yeah. tell them that it's for a party where everybody go with the, they're the tell them they're the DJ there at the graveyard uh, that everyone go to dance. So that yeah. easy way to lure them right there. Yeah. You Yes, you lure them and then you walk around the undertaker you walk around and you find you find the gravestones with the names that sound the scariest so if there's like an ezekiel or a uh archibald archibald or a lucian or a grendel or a greta or a helga or um uh brungus brungus or Fringa, Laddle, Tustine, you know, just like the really scary names. You go around and you find the gravestones with those sort of names. And then um, if he has necromancy power, all he has to do is simply put his hand atop the grave and, uh, you know, do your, your necromancy thing. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a necromancer. If I was, I would bring our poor little miniature. You're not an undertaker. I'm not an undertaker. I'm not a necromancer, but perhaps the the undertaker has these powers, so he can go around and he can do that. And you can just bring up all the scariest people that you could find up from the dead. But don't like make sure um, when you are raising people from the dead that they are not like you know weak minded, foolish, stupid, timid. You want to find the scariest ones, and then they will surround the dumb asses who are making a mockery of his poopy pants and they will scare them and they'll scare them so badly that those people will poop their pants and then the joke's on them there you go that's a great point easy i would i would caution your listeners to make sure in their necromancy not to use a monkey's paw uh, it's been it's been known to have unintended consequences so keep that in mind listeners that is a very good point. Yeah. So if you use the monkey paw and you ask it to help you not poop your pants again, the monkey paw might actually just get rid of your butt altogether. That's exactly right. That could so happen. That's that the kind. Happen. Yeah. That's the kind of consequence you want to avoid. Uh, so that is good advice. And uh, we do advise that you also not use the American night monkey paw because that also have similar consequences and it, the consequences usually do involve poop. So you know what they say, when you point a night, a night monkey paw at somebody, there are two more night punk monkey paws pointing back at you. Yeah. So take true. a look at the man in the mirror. That's, people. that's so true. Okay. Well, enough of this nonsense. I, I, ugh. Oh, I, I, you, you okay, know, we're done. I'm very squeamish. I don't like this talk. Yeah, we're done with the with the night with the night taker, the undertaker. We're done with his poop in the pant talk. So those are th three questions, three literal questions that involve the same question about the same man pooping in his same pant. Uh, so Tustin, I think you have an idea now why we put the past the judgment on some of the listener. We are we are wise, and they are fools do you understand now i do and you know i would i would also recommend to your listeners because i think this may be a more common problem than they're letting on uh you know it's i don't think it's just the undertaker but maybe maybe a few of you listening out there might benefit from taking some advice from my dear personal friend lisa rinna <laughs> of television and investing in some 
adult uh, disposable undergarments, if you if you catch my meaning. Uh, there's no shame in it. I mean, there is, but well, they they're very them, discreet. They make them so thin that it, you can wear it under a tight bandage dress, just like Lisa Rinna. And they're like diaper panty. Yeah, they're yeah, like slick little diaper panty. They're they actually make the them in the Emmys. Appropriate, yeah, for daytime. I mean, they make them in the in the in the thong fashion as well. <laughs> so you just need, yeah, you need the strip of the material there, and then that you're good. So yeah, that that's what we say to you guys. Uh, so we're moving on. Uh, we're done with the Undertaker and his poop pant. Uh, so we're talking now to Jay Rolla Mode, and Jay Rolla Mode ask on Twitter. I'm completely lost in life. And I feel every day I lose more and more meaning of what I used to be. And then he asked, do you think you could eat 15 donuts in one sitting? Uh, yes. No. And I get no. them at church. <laughs> <laughs> do you That's do they have <laughs> did they have the buffet? Sometimes after church, there's donuts and, you know, you go and you talk to people about your lack of purpose and you eat the donuts. And if you're really having a hard time, I think that at a, at a good church, they will look away if you eat 15 in one sitting. Well, it, it sounds, I would never recommend this to anybody, but maybe to JR Alamode, maybe he needs to go to church. Yeah. I mean, if you want the donut and you and want he to wants- watch people eat 15 donuts in one sitting church is probably the first place to go yes yes he could also go to a break room of a school or maybe a public library and eat donuts there and he could probably just sit there and do that i guess his question though is not where to eat 15 donuts in one sitting because we know a few places where you can do that but do we think that he can and so to me being the influencer that I am and the picture of lifestyle and health, I would never. But JR Alamode, I have a few questions. What did you eat earlier that day? Did you eat nothing? Did you eat perhaps a congealed noodle with a meatball on top? Did you eat Mountain Dew gamer bread? Like we need to know these things. It's Have so, you pooped your pants yet? Yeah. So then, then that's the next thing. How many? Mm-hmm. Um, How much movements? space do you have in your gut? Yes. So mm-hmm. we believe in you. Is actually this is our our. I'm going to go on a positive route for once. I believe in you. And I think that you can eat 15 donuts in one sitting. You just have to do a little bit of pre-planning first. Yeah. And the other thing about going to church to eat the 15 donut is you can pray for help. What I love about church is you never are doing things on your own. Everything you do, um, you do with with the the God man. And you do with Jesus, who my favorite. So if you... You think you might just have the one stomach to consume a 15 donut, but you actually have the stomach of the son, the the father, and the Holy Ghost with you. So if wow. you think about it, that four stomach right there, that can eat 15 oh, donuts. When there's only one set of footprints on the sand, that's when Jesus is eating the donuts <laughs> in, a, in a chair nearby. Uh, he, has a, he has an umbrella 
Jesus is always looking so fly on the beach. Christine. Yeah, he's got that bod. Well, he's got the beach bod. Yeah. I think that's that's really good advice for Jr. Alamold. So yeah, this- so our next. Oh, yeah, go, go on go. for our next oh, question. Okay. It's another. It's another butt question. I'm telling you that these people, and you know, this is a real example of how we can tell that there are there. We have many fool listening uh, to the podcast. Is that half the question about butt? Uh, so, Fringa, why don't you go ahead and uh, what the, read us the next question? And this is actually from the president of our network that we record our podcast on. This is the president of our podcast network. He yes. have a butt question. Yes, uh, friend of the show, foe of the show, Uncle Island Franklin. Uh, don't know why he's Island Franklin now, but you know. It is what it is. Yes, he is the president of the Buzzcast Network. We you're, you're right, Fringa. You can call it the Buttcast Network. The, he's the president of the Buttcast Network. And we owe everything to him. So we should be nice to him, but uh, no promises. Um, he, he got us on Buzzcast uh, to see, and now we don't have to pay for our podcast to be on the podcast uh, platform. So he is kind of our best friend, but he also piss us off all the time. He's also kind of like our sugar daddy. Yeah, he's our sugar daddy with the butt problem. So, Fringa, why don't you go ahead and read the question to Tustin. Okay. See what she thinks. So he says, I have a friend with a very white bottom. But he's very tan from head to toe. Well, again, not his butt, but everything else is fine. What should they do? Absolutely. Now, what do you What do you think about this? Is it uh, he okay? Tustin, here's the thing: is the, the island Franken trying to pretend like he have a friend with the white bottom? But we actually know for a fact. That Uncle Franklin, Island Franklin, has the white butt. All right. So Island Franklin, a, Cu- a Cuban man, he is a man from Cuba, and he have the beautiful brown skin. But we see him because I have to watch him when he used the bathroom, make sure he's not stealing our decorative Garfield soaps. And he he pulled down his pants, and he have the white the white butt you ever seen. It like it lost all of its life. It like it's about to pass out, kind of butt. Um, so I think he trying to pretend like he have a friend with a, with his butt problem, but this is really Franklin butt problem, right, Fringa? Yeah, so I'll give it to Island Franklin for not asking, um, anything about, uh, something that comes out of a butt, but just the butt itself. He deserve credit for that. Yeah. I question your motives in the bathroom snooping. I won't lie. I well, well, wonder he if, you, if you may have been looking for a butt, if we're being honest, and you found was, one. Well, well, Tustin, I, I have I have very uh, exclusive decorative soap in our bathroom, all right? And everybody who know Laddle know that I'm a big Garfield fanatic, and I collect all the Garfield memorabilia. And I do have sp- special Garfield soap, all right? And I know that Uncle Franklin would covet it if he see it. I have to make sure he's not stealing it. So, yes, we do carve eyes out of uh, the poster of John Cena in our bathroom. And, yes, Laddle do watch Franklin use the toilet, make sure he's not stealing the soap. 
Um, and yes, he had he had the white, most pale, sad butt I ever seen, um, as if as if he had the vapors. His butt have the vapors. Um, so, what would you say to somebody who have beautiful brown skin, uh, but the butt who about to faint on uh, uh, the fainting couch? And uh, what would you say to that? It sounds to me like what Franklin has is a butt of innocence that has never seen the sun. And what society is trying to press upon him is that he must have a butt of experience that has seen the sun. I don't think it's necessary. Wow, well, I got to, Laddle, what do you got to say about that? Well, I want to tell Tustine that Franklin Butt may have seen more than you think because I listened to his podcast and he often be bragging about his about his butt experience and he, he have listen to Steen he have been with seven lady seven different wait to Steen he been with seven different lady and he never be married once in the same room seven women in the same room as him I think I think that yes that's the case and that's you know what he do with all of them he see all their butt, and she he show them all his butt. To see what you think I about think our, that. Our friend here is is suffering from some serious shame, and that he needs room to learn to accept himself and to get away from these seven harpies. Wow, that's he very needs good to get advice. Away from the seven butt. Do you think that if he do that, uh, to seen that his butt will miraculous? turn as brown as his arm now that i can't say if he feels empowered to come out of the shadows then maybe he'll get the tan that you desire for him yeah and he desire for himself too he's the one that asked the question that's true yes but laddle why is he asking the question and why is he asking you what are you trying to say fringa well, Laddle, I think it's time that we put some spackle on the John Cena poster and seal up those holes. Why'd you say that? That's my favorite poster to peek through. <laughs> well, uh... That's the only poster in the bathroom. Yes, yes. Okay, fine. I'll give you, I'll give you one thing. I'll, gi I'll give you your, your Heidi poster. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Uncle Franklin... You stop with the sleeping of the women and your butt might go back to the brown that you desire to be, right? Uh, because when you stop sleeping with the women that's the, uh, outside of the, the marriage, that makes the Jesus happy and he reports the God that made the God happy. And they're the ones that dictate uh, what your butt look like. Do you ladies yeah. agree? I do. Well, yeah. I don't believe in God, but... Uh, he believes in you, Fringa. <laughs> he can't believe in me if I don't believe in him. But I do believe in Satan. And so same thing, but just apply Satan to that instead. All right. So moving on to our next question. So this is actually from one of our favorite fan. Uh, She's been a fan of Lado and Fringa from the very beginning. And we love her very yes. much. Her name is Alphabet Pizza. So she have a simple question, but it get right to the point. How can I keep my soup hot? Well, it's very obvious. You put it in a cauldron. Oh, that's a good answer. 
And a cauldron is on top of a burning fire, that right? Yes. Well, yes. I, I hate to bring her up, but, um, you know, Streganona makes her pasta in a cauldron. And so just put, don't put pasta in it, though. Just put soup and it will keep it warm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm trying to think here um, outside the box, uh, but outside frankly, fire tend to be the best thing for keeping the hot. Um, so if you have fire in your house, uh, like with a stove, maybe you have a fire, maybe you like to burn things down in your neighborhood. I mean, I mean, wherever you can find the fire, if you can have that near your soup, that's going to help keep it hot. You can use it, maybe an enchantment, an enchantment from hell. A hell often has a lot of uh, heat and fire, so that can help keep your soup warm. I don't know. Do you, do you ladies have any other idea? I would advise against the hell charms. Uh, that is uh, playing with fire uh, beyond what we want to do here just to keep the soup hot. Maybe a thermos. Mm, yeah, so it's like a mini cauldron. Thermos. Mini cauldron, no Satan. Okay. Just simple. Yeah, I like the way you think. Like modern problems. Yeah, I like the way you think, uh, Tucin. If you don't have to uh, make a deal with Satan to keep your soup warm, I guess that is a plus. Well, and one thing that um, you can do with a, a thermos is that you can unscrew the top, pour your soup into the little top part that has a handle, and then you can sip it very loudly in like a place like a library or a classroom or uh, maybe in the cafe uh -huh. or maybe at, at a church? rave at church. The funeral? At the funeral. You can you can sip it very loudly, like, <laughs> like that kind of noise and um, let everybody know that you're eating soup. And they can smell mm. it too. That's, that's a really good thing to do. Also, if the soup is hot, you can hold it in your mouth and go, ha, ha, ha. And everyone really <laughs> likes that. That is true. <laughs> everyone loves that. Yeah. And it lets everybody, it reminds everybody that you're there. And um, they can share in the experience. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and we actually have another question that relate to that. So this comes from our uh, listener named McRae. And he asked, he asked, how do I keep my gazpacho cold? Fringa, can you can you tell our listener who don't know many things what the gazpacho is? Oh, yes, of course. Every Everybody knows what gazpacho is. It's what you drink in a, or eat in Ibiza uh, in the, the long, hot days of summer. When you're out clubbing by the pool, you get a big pot of gazpacho and you, you sip on it all day long and it, it hydrates you and keeps you cool. So uh, my recommendation to keep your gazpacho cold is, um, well, you know, cauldrons work very well for keeping things cold because they're big and, and uh, of, you know, metal material. You just don't put fire underneath it, but it still keeps it cold. You can perhaps, uh, oh, I know. If you're at a party and you have your party gazpacho, you can take your gazpacho bowl and find the nearest cooler that has like the drinks in it. And you can plop your bowl of gazpacho into the cooler and kind of like dig it around into the ice, make a little hole for it and just put it there. Make sure that none of the, the, the cans and the bottles and whatnot roll into your gazpacho because that would be pretty gross. But um, you just let everybody know like my gazpacho is in the cooler and you know it's there to stay cold and I'll, I'll get it when I need it. Um, 
you know, because like when you're out partying and the long hot days of summer, you need to take some gazpacho breaks. I love party de gazpacho. Honestly, party gazpacho, probably my favorite kind of gazpacho. Um, I agree with you. I, I like to go to the party um, that have the, the dry ice, the pumping out the, the smoke. I like yeah. to put my gazpacho on top of the dry ice so that you get you still get the effect of the all the smoke that and the steam that surround the the dry ice but then you also get ice cold gazpacho on top of that so Tustin, have you ever had a gazpacho i i have and i have found that my natural frigidity is very helpful here uh, for people who are not blessed in the same way, uh, the thermos idea uh, also works in this instance. That insulation can go either Wait, way. Wait, so Tusin, I'm a little confused here. This is Laddle talking. I'm a little <laughs> confused uh, because you tell us to use thermos to keep the soup hot, but yes. you're also telling me to use thermos to keep the soup cold. That, 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 that the opposite spectrum, I don't under, that no make sense. What the thermos does is it bosses the liquid inside. It tells it to no changing, you know, don't ch stay the same. And it's pretty effective. That's my understanding of the science anyway. It's kind of a, it's an authoritarian uh, vessel. Lado, it's just like a cauldron. It's just like, it's just like a, a you know, our magical cauldron. A cauldron that like prevent entropy. That sounds true. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's move on to um, to another question. Uh, oh, my God. From... There's so many questions. <laughs> I know. You know, we're just going to keep going. This Maybe this episode would be over an hour. Whatever. We're just going to do it. Because I didn't know we, there was another page. We love our fan, and our fan asked us a question, Fringa. Okay. All right. So this, this is from Aaron Kroll. And he asked, or maybe she or they, they ask, I've been trying to be more like Unc Howard, but should I actually be more like Unc Franklin? What's wrong Christine, with did like that Aaron make any Crow? sense to you at all? No, it makes no sense to me because what's wrong with being Aaron Crow? That, this is the real question. That's a good point. What do you think, Fringa? Uh, well, Fringa, do you want to explain who Unc Franklin and Unc Howard are for our new listener? Our new listener? Tustine? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> That's the listening. Uh, well, they're, they're uncles that are um, uncles to each other. They share a bed. They're currently on the Rock of Love bus. One of them is our sugar daddy, podcast daddy. The other one is an old bum that... Uh, has seen a lot of things. He loves hard candy. He loves hard candy. Like he loves, yeah, like the, um, you know, what are those things called? Anyways, uh, he likes are the hard original. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> this is Buttersworth. More like worthless. <laughs> he he does love Mr. Butterworth as well. Anything that involves that involve like butter or um, caramel, he love. So my advice is you should not be like either. I mean, I guess if you want to own a podcast network, you could be like, and have a white butt, you could be like Uncle Franklin. If you want to possibly own a Miata and have a subpar Pornhub account, then you could be like Uncle Howard. Yeah, honestly, I was about, I was about to say, say thing. Like, why do you want to be like either the uncle? 
uh, you know, no offense to uncle. We loved uncle. We love uh, the sugar, uh, the daddy of the Franklin. But here's the thing, like, these uncles are not, uh, they're not making big influence on Instagram. They're not making uh, the big uh, influence on on any of the social media, really. They show up to a gala wearing a tank top with a tie. I mean, why do you, uh, why do you want to be like Ever? I mean, I guess if you want to be like Uncle Howard, then sure, you'll be the taller stronger stronger uncle um but uncle franklin is uh, the little wily uncle who is the president of the network but either way you're kind of going to be a loser maybe try taking your cues from the father the son and the holy spirit yeah that's actually a really good point I, I would want to suggest that maybe instead of trying to be like Uncle Howard or Uncle Franken, that you might try to be like Uncle Jesus. Or right? Uncle Jesse. Or Uncle Jesse. Or Uncle Jesse. They're kind of similar. All right. So let's keep moving. Uh, we have a few. We have a lot more questions we kind of need to move through here. The Fringa, do you want to reach, read the next question? Yes. Well, this is from... That Uncle Howard, the the older uncle. <laughs> so he said, what is the best non-hooved animal to get wool from? What? Uncle Howard, you crazy. All right. So this is a more of a practical question for a homestead. I mean, my suggestion would be obviously the, gu- the guinea pig. They have a lot of hair and uh, they have a lot to give. So I would say the guinea pig. What do you think, Fringa? Well, I would say uh, a, a, a human, uh, like a, a person that just stumbles upon to the homestead and they're wearing like a big ratty sweater. Uh, you know, uh, actually, truth be told, Laddle and I love to wear giant ratty sweaters. Some of them we've knit to ourselves. Some of them we find at the Salvation Army. Some of them we uh, have stolen from various places. So we just love a large, like a big chunky knit sweater. So mm-hmm. uh, I recommend, you know, possibly taking one of our sweaters and repurposing it into wool. And that's basically, you know, you know, I have hooves in my heart, but not on my feet. So um, it's fine to get wool from me. I'm a non-hooved animal. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. So next question is from Lock. Uh, don't read. Yeah. Lockfuss, uh concept artist. Eh. Uh, so this is from an artist. And <laughs> he, he asked, how can I convince my partner that truly, madly, deeply is not Savage Garden's greatest hit, but it is in fact 99 hit animal song which is far more sonically dynamic and lyrically diverse. Do either of you know what he talk about? I'm offended by this question. First of all, the answer is the cherry cola song. That's mm-hmm. it. That's why I'm offended. He's wrong. That's all I got. <laughs> Fringa, do you know what he talked about? Uh, uh, yes, I agree. I agree with Justine that the, the Chicka Cherry Cola song is um, the best song. Uh, I, I, there's two songs by this band that I know of, and one is 
that Chicka Cherry Cola song. And oh, did you know that? Um, sorry, I just was doing a little bit of Savage Garden research. Uh, the the name of Savage Garden comes from my favorite author, Anne Rice. The Vampire Chronicles. Really? Is that true, Fringa? Yes. So very spooky. I guess, you know, if you if you believe in your heart that that's the best song, well, you're wrong. That's it. Yeah, you're wrong. That's that's all we got to say about that. Uh, So moving on to the next question, we got the uh, Booba Gump Simp Booba Gump Shrimp Cump. Booba Gump Simp Co. Boba Gump Simco. Boba Gump. Boba Gump Simco. What better, guinea fowl or chicken? For what purpose? Yeah, what purpose? That's a good point. Uh, He not elaborate. Um, But in general, I just want to say that, you know, I, I don't appreciate... Uh, when people get the, the guinea fowl and act like they're so high class. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Fringa? You know what I'm talking about, Tustin? Yes, yes. It's, you know, just because it's, uh, you know, it has polka dot doesn't mean it's sophisticated. I'd like to see any guinea fowl go up against the dear departed Linda and see how they... Mm, good point. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah, the the people, they get the guinea fowl, they think they're being the fancy, they think, oh, I'm getting a highly, highly sophisticated chicken, and then they try to show off. So we do have uh, a neighbor that lived down the street who named Magda the Stone Witch. Oh, she's such uh, a bitch. Yeah, we call her Magda just a bitch. And she have all these guinea fowl. And she thinks she's so hot. Yes, and she's she's she, not, let us tell you. Yeah, she thinks she's the hottest thing that, that out there because she got these guinea fowl. And she thinks because they're, these fan, they're basically chicken. I mean, we, we'll say it like it is. These are chicken that, that have fancy polka dot coat. She thinks that she she's so better than Tringa and Laddle because she have this thing. And it's all it's all ridiculous. So you know what? I'm going to say, Bubba Gump, that no, just have the chicken. Chicken are better. Chicken do what you need. They're there when you need them. You don't you don't need the the exotic. You don't need that. Chicken do what they're there to serve for. I have a question for Booba Goomp Simco. Are you asking for advice or are you just challenging us? It's a fair question. So that's that. a good point. Take that. Just question smacks of attitude and pride. Well, it's true. So moving on to Harpo Garza. I want to grow some potatoes, but I'm also really lazy. Any advice on how a lazy person can grow potatoes while doing little to no work? Well, Change and get better. What? what, what? <laughs> be a better man. Don't be a lazy man. This is probably one of the smarter questions we have. Uh, this is a question that doesn't involve the butt. And I, I respect that from Harper Garza. So... You know, the great thing about potato 
is uh, you can just take a potato, any potato that you get from the store, uh, from the market, the from you know Amazon, whatever the f whatever you get the, your potato from, uh, you can take a potato. You can you can dig a hole and you can put it in the dirt. Mm -hmm. And would you do that? Just give it a little bit of water. Potato actually can sprout itself. You don't have to put in a lot of work to grow potato. Yes, you can also chop it up into a couple different smaller potatoes and plant all the, the, the potato pieces, and that will grow into the mini potatoes. Yeah. So the smaller the piece of potato you make, the smaller the potato will grow. Why you need large potato? You're good with the small potato. Yes, uh, they're the most tender. You can make an, an excellent mash with them. Yeah. So there you go, uh, Harper Gaza. So our next question is from Postmaster5G. All right, so this is another butt question. Oh, my God. Yeah, so maybe you think we were done with the butt question, but there's another butt question. Good, goodness. Uh, so Postmaster5G asked, a couple of days ago, I ate some baspaghetti. Uh, oh, like, how do you say that, Fringa? Bolognese. Bolognese. I have some bad spaghetti for bolognese that gave me a nasty diarrhea. Uh, is it wrong that I blame my Italian friends and want them to apologize? They didn't make the spaghetti bolognese, but I do think that as it Italians, they're partly responsible. Okay, so I got a couple of questions for you, Postmaster 5G. Did you get this spaghetti from a an older woman who has a very big nose? Uh, she's wearing a, a kerchief around her head. She probably had a big cauldron. And she had a really tall, stupid helper with her named Big Anthony. Because if so, uh, you've been cursed by Stregonona. So, tough luck. Yeah, hashtag tough luck. And honestly, second question. Did you get this this spaghetti bolognese from vending machine? Because that's also not a great idea to get your spaghetti. Yes, they do have that in Italy. That's what Italy looked like. You go to Italy, uh, they have the um, vending machine that have the spaghetti. It have the pizza. It have you Chianti, know. it has cigaretti, it has, uh -huh. it has everything. Tustin, do you have anything to say about this revolting I question? I would just like to give credit to the undertaker who did not resort to xenophobia and, and blame when he was having <gasps> a problem. Wow. 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 Good point. Very good point. He took responsibility for his own sweaty spaghetti. And yeah. I think that our question asker here needs to do the same. Yes, yes. Maybe Postmaster 5G was the one that made, or yes, they made the, the bad spaghetti bolognese, or maybe they made good spaghetti bolognese, and then they put it out on their counter, they let it congeal, they let the skin form on the top, and then they ate it a few days later, and they got violently ill from it. You know? Sweaty spaghetti, it lead to regretty. Everyone knows that. Wow. That, that is a hashtag all in itself. Eh, buongiorno. Oh, tutto bellas. What? 
Who oh, is wait. that? Hey, it's me, Big Giuseppe. Speaking of wait, sweaty, he can, he can he can just sign in like that. Oh, you know when you hear your family, everyone's welcome. Come on. How did you do this? Did you incantate yourself into the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you come, you come on through the kitchen. You see how they make the potatoes. You see how they make the red sauce, and then you're just part of the family. Yeah, like Nona used to make. Oh, no, Big Anthony, get out of here! Oh, hey, buongiorno. You know, Anthony Berlusconi is not such a bad guy after all. <laughs> He's just a kid from the neighborhood. Yeah, he's a good guy. All right, God bless you. Hashtag God bless. I actually didn't know that could happen, Fringa. How do you even get that? Yes. Blood? Well, he, you know, he has been blessed with Stregonona's magic, and so he can do very, very powerful things. All right, so we almost done. Let's. Uh, we got a. Let's see how many more questions we have. We have one, one more. more. We just have one more. All right. Fringa, go ahead and read. Uh, so this is from uh, a, a, a more famous wrestler than The Undertaker. This is from Jumpin' Jim Grabowski. And he says, thoughts on UFOs, UFOs. What would you do if you saw an alien on the homestead? Well, Jumpin' Jim. Hey, so what what that mean? It's just like, uh, what that mean? Well, it means if um, a visitor from another planet came and they landed on our homestead. We have a lot of space on the homestead for a small aircraft vehicle to land on. So let's say one that is uh, perhaps saucer shaped landed on the homestead and like a little guy came out and he said, hello, what would you do? Wait, this like a Skyman? Yes, yes, like a Skyman. No, but not an angel, not an angel. Okay, so not not the good kind. No, not like not Gabriel or Micah or you know this is more like um, oh Laddle, you know you love that movie Mac and Me. So like, what if yeah. guy like Mac and Me landed on the homestead? What would you do? Oh, I would wrap him up in a blanket and I would hug him and snuggle him <laughs> until he couldn't handle it anymore. Okay, and Tustine, do you believe in the aliens? Uh, undecided. But does this does this visitor does he look like Mork from Orc? Is it Mork from Orc? This is important to he, my answer. He can look like any any alien you want him to look like. So yes, yes, he's got suspenders and he's a real funny guy. Okay, and he'd like to come and greet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I think I would uh, have to offer some hospitality, much much like Laddle has so grace graciously indicated she would. So I would not because uh, when I was, uh, you know, a young young girl living in America, I uh, somebody told me to go see, you know, if you want to be a good American, go see the most um, American actor, uh, Mel Gibson. So Mel Gibson was in this movie called Sign. And uh, I thought it was like signs, like you, you hear from the spirits, the spirits send you signs. No, this was signs from the alien. And I was very scared of that movie because um, at one point an alien puts his little hand underneath the door and he wiggles his fingers around. And it looked like um, just 
the most frightening thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I was just very upset the whole time. And, um, you know, I'm, I am, I too am a girl that leaves out glasses of water everywhere as Laddle can attest to. And I did not like that being what saved the family from the aliens because, uh, it just seemed like a too easy solution. Yeah, you do leave the water out everywhere, Fringa, because you always exercising, you always jazzercising yes. around the homestead, yes. but you never finish uh, the water that you bring with you. Well, uh, so we we do have the water sitting everywhere, and we well, perhaps we do, in my subconscious, um, if a, a bad alien with spindly fingers shows up to the homestead, then I I can kill it like Mel Gibson and and Tiny Girl do in the movie Science. So maybe Fred, I'm protecting would you, us. Would you swing away like uh, a beloved celebrity Walking Phoenix in that movie? Swing away. Yeah, with the baseball. Oh, oh hey, with the baseball bat. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The water I... bubble. We have the water cup that's sitting everywhere. The water I, cup I cry on the so shelf. The water cup movie. is sitting on the oven. The water cup is sitting on the TV. I cry so and much during it, that movie. I know. forget certain parts of it. I blocked no, it out. Fringa, I blocked it out. When this blind man walked by and you see his shadow, he stick his his uh, grimy little finger under the door. Then he come in, and what you have to do? You have your baseball bat, and you swing away, Fringa. You swing away. You hit the water. You hit the water bottle on the TV, you hit the water bottle on the shelf, you hit the water bottle in the ovens, Fringa, you swing away. Well, I do like to swing things at inanimate objects. And if there was an animate object, such as a spindly alien, I would swing something at it. Does that satisfy you? I'm sorry, I forgot about that one scene in Signs. That was a very traumatic movie for me. I, I do not like spindly uh, humanoid aliens. Do not like what kind of alien you like, Fringa? Well, I like I like an alien that has like um you know it's got like a face that has like a tentacles coming out of it, or um, I just don't want my aliens to look like humans, like a weird version of a human. I even ET gives me the spooks because he looks like an alien or he looks like a human with a, a football shaped head. That. And just like hey Arnold, and he also liked to steal candy from from people from yeah, children. Yeah, so he's kind of like the night baby in a lot of way. Yes, he liked to steal the Reese pieces. Um, but the, the night baby do prefer the hard candy, but he will take the Reese pieces if he can get it. Well, on that note, my great great coven of advice givers. Let's close this out. We've had a lot of questions. We had a special guest from Big Giuseppe slash Anthony. Uh, and then we had our most wonderful friend, Tustin. Tustin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. This was informative. Well, you're welcome. Do not get locked in the barn. Um, you know, I know that you get locked in places sometimes. So, you know, just be careful on your way out. <laughs> and don't let the door hit you on your way out. <laughs> so uh in conclusion hashtag bolognese hashtag gazpacho cooler hashtag ugh, butt problems hashtag swing away <laughs> hashtag uh hashtag talk sorry um hashtag church donut mm. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. Hashtag uh, night baby. Hashtag day baby. Hashtag don't throw baby down the well. Well, these are some great hashtags to sum up this very, very, very classy episode. So thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you again in two weeks. You can find Ladaldai at at homestaying on Instagram. You can find me at Fringa5 is alive. Just no, it's just Fringa5 on the Twitter. And Laddle is, I always forget your handle. Just Laddle is Laddle USA Expert on and, Twitter. And Tustine, what is yours? It's a Tustine2, Tustine spelled in the traditional sense, T O U S T I N E. And the number two. Tustine, the advice girl. Okay, thank you so much. Good night. Forgive her. For she knows not what she does. The cross upon her bedroom.